This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was erupting? You're now listening to Super they're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. It's pretty. It's so pretty. We just won a fucking wall. That's what you say, man. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hoopers. Welcome to Super Hoopers, an inconsequential discussion of the week's NBA news. I'm your host, Matt Hill, with me via the phone, not in person. No. It's so sad, John. It's John Hill. I know. It's been a while. When's the last it's time I've a, seen you face to face? It's been a while. A couple weeks. A couple weeks. Wow. I was on vacation. I gained a ton of weight. I'm probably about 10 pounds heavier. My my vision board uh, is paying off. Is that what you wanted for? Your vision board was to not see me. I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah. I, see. I, 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 put you, I put you in your office and me somewhere else. Your, vision, vision, board. your vision board was to not have me in your vision. I see. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. But you're still in your office? Yeah, I never, leave, I never leave my office. I mean, yeah. well, I, I go to my house occasionally, but I try to avoid my house at all costs, you know, because it has my child I, there. I know. So. This is a, this is a, another Friday night party. Another Friday night dream. Dream Friday night for me to be <laughs> by myself. I, yeah, um, I, I feel bad. I know you love the Friday night. I, I know you need it as like a you know coping mechanism, as a way to like feel like you're you're a little less washed. Well, but you like what you like, like to, you to, like you do stuff on Friday night, John. You actually do stuff on Friday night. I of course I do stuff on Friday night. Are you not doing anything now? I mean, you're. I, I I go home and and uh, not have to deal with the baby. That is doing stuff. <laughs> That's uh, okay. Yeah, you that got is me there. the most. You got as, me there. As as uh, my wife said uh, last night, is your Friday nights becoming podcast night? Because that is not cool. <laughs> oh, oh! She bought. She put the kibosh on it. Okay. Yeah, we can't. It's Friday night, man. I don't want to be like working. So we uh we haven't recorded. We, we missed last week. We were both on vacation, or I mean, I was mainly on vacation, John. But you went. You and I. You went away as well, right? Didn't you go somewhere? Cause somewhere cool. Where did I go? Did you go to Where Mexico did... City? Ooh, I went to Mexico. No, 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 no. <laughs> went to Valle, Mexico, which is oh, like okay. uh, wine country next to Tijuana. Oh, okay. Never mind. I thought you went to Mexico City. I thought it would be more interesting. Ensenada, next to Ensenada. Yeah, yeah. I know but where it's Ensenada. nice. Yeah, of it's, course. Uh, it's like the Napa Valley of Mexico. It's great. Yeah, I, I heard. ate so much. Ate, ate good food, drank a lot of good wine. Yeah, was I was great. in... I, I, I thought you went to Mexico City. Sorry. Uh, no, I don't, that, I don't, was, that was the last time I was in Mexico. I don't care about Valle. I mean, I care about Mexico City. Uh, I was in Seattle and Vancouver. You ever been to Seattle and Vancouver? I've been to Seattle a bunch, not Vancouver, though. And I just want to keep, I want to keep it uh, NBA related and say that it's a travesty that both those cities don't have teams. Like those are some thriving ass cities. Like they are booming. They're like, 
Oh, Seattle's amazing. There, where I where I was in Seattle, everything was under construction. They were throwing up like five high rises within a block of where I was. Jeff Bezos got to get that money, man. I mean, he Paul got, Allen. Paul he, Allen. He got. They got the money, and now they're spending it on Seattle. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, the the place is beautiful. It's like both those cities are just gorgeous. I mean, it's wait, so you had you, you had never been? Never been. Never been. Oh, oh it's, Seattle, it's, one of the best cities in the world. It's it's fantastic, Vancouver too. Just, Did you go to the market? Yeah, I, I went to the market. It was a little crowded, a little touristy for me. But, uh, you know, I just walked around with the kid, you know, went to all the beautiful public spaces. There's parks everywhere. Just uh, just eating good food, just enjoying the nature, the city, the vibes. Oh, it's great. There's a uh, there's this one, like, pastry French place down at the market that every time I go, I get the croissant, the almond croissant. I get all the desserts, the macaroons. Oh, man, the food there is so amazing. Everything's amazing. People too. So what a what a place. And and it's just a tragedy that they don't have an NBA team. What's you know, Sean Kemp has a bar in Seattle. Yeah, I w- I <laughs> I wanted to go, but I couldn't really convince the wife. And plus, our night <laughs> our nights were like meeting up with Seattle friends who like wanted to take us to like their own spots. You know, their own like secret spots. So I couldn't be like, hey, let's go to Sean Kemp's place on the off chance we might see Sean Kemp. Like I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't, want, I don't want to impugn the man, but I'm not sure if he's known for his, like, culinary taste. I mean, he's, no, no. He's I known. think we got the wings there. It's okay. It's just like a little bar. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't there the night I was there, but, he's, you know, whatever. Known for his uh, production of children, but not for yeah. his production yeah, his of food. Children, he admit, yeah, his children. I don't like, know why he's opening a bar. He should open a daycare. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A little discount. But man, both- I'm drinking champagne. I got a little champagne, and I got a beer. Wow. Okay. I'm doing double. It is a, it double, is a Friday. Double. You should, you should, a, you should stick good, to one of those. Friday. Let me, let me give you some advice. Just stick to one of those. All right. Come well, on. I cracked open the beer and then my wife opened some champagne. So you got to start with the champagne. Right. We'll, right. We'll you drink can't, the beer later. Um, we'll drink the beer later. Yeah. I mean, what's the NBA? What's the NBA doing though? It's like, I can think of so many cities that need teams. Seattle, Vancouver, San Diego. Why does San Diego doesn't have a team? We were, I was just in Vegas for summer league. Put a team in Vegas. I've long said there needs to be another team in the Bay Area. Like 50% of the U.S.'s wealth is in the Bay Area. Throw another team up there. San Jose, Oakland, come on. Ooh, Oakland would be good. Well, once I mean, once the Warriors move out of Oakland. But oh, it, that's right. They're gonna I move. mean, that, yeah. there's like five cities on the West Coast that I just named that could have teams. So, I feel like Vancouver, though, didn't they, they didn't do well, right? Or, or was that one where they just I, You left? know what? I think that's a misconception. I think... I think they did okay, but I think there was a bit of th- issues with the exchange rate at that time. And, you know, I don't know if Canada was ready to embrace basketball to the extent they are now. But I think if you threw it – it's Vancouver's huge. Vancouver's like a city of the world. I felt like I was in like a like a New York or a European city. It's just, you know, so big and bustling. Come on. What are we doing with like teams like floundering in, in New Orleans and I don't know. Where are they? Memphis, I guess. Um, yeah. Toss toss some teams over on the West Coast, Adam Silver. Come on, we're ready for it. Yeah, maybe maybe like uh, El Segundo, hey Pasadena. No, look Anaheim, Orange County, where I'm from. We could there, a team could work down there. Nah, I don't know. Orange Orange County might might be a little too white for for a basketball team. Ah, there's no, but it, Orange County is not white. I mean, it's uh, it's it's diverse. You know, you got uh, tons of Asians. Yeah, yeah, come on, man. Westminster, a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of racist people San, in, in San Anna. OC. Yeah. Look, there's a lot of racist people, too. Uh, 
you know, we they, they have that too. I mean, it's like there's a lot of that. There's even a lot when of I, that. even when I was growing up, there's tons of skinheads. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. They, they, they love it there. They left me alone for some reason. I never had a problem. <laughs> I never had a problem with them. But they existed. <laughs> they they existed. All right, let's talk. We got to catch up on two weeks of NBA. Yeah, we news. got so much stuff. Uh, Kawhi Leonard was traded. Oh my gosh! So what? what so we haven't talked since then. We haven't we haven't talked since he was traded. Oh he was my traded, gosh! I, he was he was traded on the plane when I was on the plane to Seattle, and I was like, wow. oh, let me just let me just open up this Twitter with my last bit of uh, internet, you know, let's just see what's going on. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Kawhi Leonard got traded. Um, I kind of I kind of love the trade for both sides. Uh, I mean, I think from Toronto's side, it's an unmitigated win. I don't see how you could argue that it's a bad trade for Toronto. Um, I mean, DeRozan's fine, but it's a big contract. You get off DeRozan's money, you get a shot at Kawhi Leonard, who, you know, if if he's healthy, top five player. Danny Green, also underrated. Danny Green's a great defender. So I don't really see the downside from Toronto's uh, point of view at all. Uh, What about you? No, I thought it was great. Uh, We didn't get a chance to talk about it before, but I was always thinking, you know, uh, look, if if Lakers aren't making an offer, if the Sixers aren't making an offer, if the, you know, uh, Boston isn't making a great offer, any of these East Coast teams, I'm sorry, you know, uh, Eastern, Eastern Division teams, they should definitely make a move for Kawhi. Like yeah. this is like like here's the thing. What you know, the whole reason we have, you know, disparity in the league or like let's let's just even go tanking, right? Let's use the hinky model. You need superstars to win. And here was a superstar that was just without a home. And clearly other teams weren't offering huge amounts, right? Because you had two options. You either was gonna get a Boston, LA, and Philly like bidding war which just never came across or, you know, you're sitting there and here is a legit top, what, three, top four. I mean, player b- before the injury, <clears throat> before the injury, he tons of people picked him to be the MVP that year. That right, la- right. La- last year, people were like, oh, this is Kawhi's year. And, and if it, you're in the and Zach Lowe voted him for MVP the year before. So, yeah, absolutely. And if you're in the East, this is your chance to like, jump right to the finals maybe and i was thinking too i didn't i was like man i hope like if i was toronto if i was milwaukee if i was the knicks any of these teams that don't have a real shot of getting a superstar this was it it was sitting there and i'm like kind of excited toronto did it i think it was really really smart and worst case if he leaves which eh, he probably will uh then you you got rid of DeRozan, the guy that was only going to be worse and worse as you're like, that was your hurdle. The biggest problem Toronto had was they were stuck with Lowry and DeRozan as their centerpieces who weren't good enough to win you a championship. Now you got LeBron, your biggest competition gone. You upgraded by getting rid of that guy who couldn't take you over the hump with the one player in the league that can take you over the hump. And I say, I think this is brilliant. I say, go for it. Yeah. i Look, I love it. I love it. I mean, he'll probably leave, but you know, they might make the finals, and then if that if if that's the case, you know, it's it's worth it. I mean, also he, Danny Green is great. Love Danny Green. Who doesn't love Danny Green? People say he's bad, but the guy can at least play defense, which 
you know, yeah. presumably will come in handy from the Spurs side. Oh, you, you, you know, you know who ate uh, Danny Green? Who? The Spurs medical staff. Oh, come on. Come on. Are you going to bring this up? You're going to bring we'll this up? We'll get to it later. We'll get to it later. Okay, we'll get to it later. Save it for later. Perfect, perfectly timed joke. Thank you very much. Um, From the Spurs hey, side. Tweet, tweet at us if you laughed at that joke. Tweet, tweet <laughs> at us if you laughed at the joke. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, from the Spurs side, I, I've seen some people pan it from the Spurs side. Like, that's all you got for Kawhi. Why don't you go with young talent? And, I, you know, I think the 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 – the basketball Twitterati, you know, the intelligentsia, like they just like to apply their point of view in every single situation. And they don't understand, like, sometimes what's right for you is not what's right for someone else. You know, like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. wait. The whole world doesn't revolve around each individual Twitter user. I know. I know. It's wild. But oh, like, my gosh, Matt. This is it's crazy. Like, look, it's like if you look, if you're if you're like a 20 year old, right, you're in college you're, and you're dating like some wild stripper great for you yes right if you're a 50 yes, thank if, you if you're a 55 year old maybe not the best thing to do right nope and so that's that's pop right he's old he doesn't want he didn't want young talent this is what came out he didn't want young talent he didn't want to rebuild he didn't want draft picks he wanted guys that could actually play so from his perspective look he's going to coach two three four maybe more years he didn't want to you know have to build something up give me a guy that can play he wanted a guy that could play I don't like the Rosen that much, but the Rosen's a decent player. The Spurs will be competitive next year. That's what he wanted. It was right for him. It was right for Buford, for them, you know, kind of riding this out for the next couple of years. It, it, it works. Yeah. And like you said, you have to think about it as that person. Like for most people, a Friday night means you go out, have a lot of fun, do something exciting. And that's for most people early in their 20s. But for a lot of us, a podcast over Skype is like, ooh. That is all you want, right? right? Mo- and that's mo- all they want. Most you guys pe- wanted Brandon Ingram. You wanted you wanted that Miami pick. You wanted Jalen Brown. No, 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 no. That's for people who are like thinking about are young, thinking about their future. Pop is like, give me DeRozan. That's that's podcasting with my buddy De- on a Friday night. DeRozan is the Dateline NBC of NBA players. You know, <laughs> not for me. There's nothing I love more on a Friday night than just to watch a Dateline NBC. Love avoid it. Your, avoid your young son oh, wait, and he, watch he, some Dateline. He's asleep. He's asleep. I'm gonna relax with the beer. Watch 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 someone get murdered, and then and, then, uh, and, and get then, away with that crime. No, they usually don't get away with it, John. They usually don't. Oh, really? They usually don't. Okay. Usually, Sometimes. usually brought to justice by uh, incompetent police force bumbling their way because it's that is so true. obvious. That is uh, who who does it? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's DeRozan. That's DeRozan. He's, that's DeRozan. He's the Dateline NBC. Not right for you know your your you young people with lives, but for us old folk, <laughs> perfectly perfectly adequate way to you know buy the time until death. Let's are we done with the Kawhi trade? We both love it. I well, I, 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 I okay. Here's the thing. Uh, I it, I will say as much as I agree and see why the Spurs did it, and to the Spurs' defense, look. It's like what they did with uh, Aldridge, right? These aren't the game-changing guys, but these are like the biggest guys that they can get. And that's why they did. And I totally see why. And I think DeRozan in that system will be good. They'll be, they'll be in the playoffs. They'll compete. And they'll do what they want to do and ride out these last couple pop years. But I will say, truthfully, no. I think the Spurs probably could have got more. Uh, or I think a better package for long term 
There's there's been rumors of a Celtics package. I haven't seen the exact specifics, but uh, yeah, and, and I get it. Like I said, again, for me, also, you know, I also, would, also, I don't believe I don't believe any Celtics rumors about a package. I think they that they float out like that they offered the moon and they never actually did. Oh yeah, yeah. The Celtics are classic. It, it's yeah. a classic. Like once the trade's done, it's like here's what the Celtics did offer, and it's like no, no, they didn't. No, because they would have done that. But, you know, I get it. It is it is what it is. That's what the Spurs wanted. Um, I would have done something different, but, you know, I'm not I'm not the Spurs. To be honest, I kind of think the Spurs have lost it because of some of the questionable moves they've made. <laughs> like uh, like not like not matching the Kyle Anderson one, I thought was pretty. Dude, uh, is R.C. Buford just uh, just the systems GM? He is he be, just the system? You system know GM. He might, Tim Duncan might have ran that team for all we know. I, might have been I all, kinda, du- I mean, Duncan's very intelligent, like very, very smart guy. So he might have, he may have just done, been doing it all behind the scenes. And as Pop said, he's like, what's the key to your success? He says, uh, draft David Robinson and then draft Tim Duncan. Maybe, maybe Tim Duncan coached the team too. We never know. Well, yeah, we, we have no idea. So, uh, yeah, you know, me, me dogging the Spurs all year long over these huge mistakes is once again proving that I am never wrong. Okay, okay. Uh, I will say this about Kawhi. I'm going to make a prediction right now. Okay, let's hear it. I, I think he resigns in Toronto. Um, Ooh. Ooh. And, you know, as listeners of this podcast know that we've, we at the Hoopers have long had a theory uh, Illuminati, uh, a Ooh. conspiracy theory that Kawhi Leonard um, has an Asian fetish. Um, he does. And the reason for this being, if you look on the internet, Google image, search, uh, Google, Google image search Kawhi Leonard, and you'll notice that in pictures where he's smiling, there's Asian women. And only mm-hmm. pictures where he's signing are there Asian women. And when he was in China, he was smiling in every picture. Every uh, picture. And once he left China, that's when the fallout happened. That, he went to China, he was like, whoa. I could be living here, and I'm stuck in San Antonio where there's no Asian people. No, nope, none. And so I will say this. I will say this. And he's been Toronto before, to Toronto before, but he admitted that he never left his hotel room. And I, I will say this. I, you know, as someone who just came back from Vancouver, I'm therefore uh, an expert on Canada. And as an, an American, I just assume that all of Canada is exactly the same, that Toronto's exactly absolutely, is, absolutely. Exactly the same as Vancouver. And if Vancouver is any indication, uh, Kawhi Leonard will be very happy in Toronto. Oh, <laughs> wow. Scouting report. So that's my, that's my scouting report on Vancouver. Yeah. Matt, Matt, Matt was with his Asian wife, but, but checking out the other Asian women at the same time. This is good scouting. I was checking out all types, John. And, oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. And it wasn't, and it wasn't. I wouldn't say checking out. I was just exploring the city and taking in the beauty that the city had to offer. Okay, <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing, don't, don't make it sound creepy or seedy. You know. It's no, just, no, no. I, I don't think I need to make you sound creepy or seedy. I was Matt. just. I think, I think the I think the audience I, can, can figure that out for itself. I was walking around with my head up. You know, eyes open, ready to take in a new city, John. Okay. Nice. Don't, okay. Don't, fair enough. Fair enough. Hey. Don't don't try you. to don't try to spin this. I'm not spinning anything, man. All right. Let's I do. I want to spin anything. Do you want to talk a little bit about KD? Because he. <laughs> well, can we can we talk about this this? Uh, so, you, so you think? What do you want to talk about, John? Let's keep talking about the Spurs. Here. Oh God! All right. Because we talked about Danny Green came out and said the Spurs did not notice. 
that he had a, a what? What did he have? A torn something? Uh, what was, it? What was it? let's 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 set the context. John wants to fight with me again. So we've had long yeah. dis- we've had a long standing disagreement about the Spurs handling of the Kawhi Leonard situation. I've maintained that Kawhi Leonard wanted out at the beginning of the year and nothing the Spurs could have done would have changed that. John has, you know, thinks the Spurs is perhaps the worst run organization in sports. And uh, uh, basically, R.C. Buford, the GM, is, is should be sued for malpractice. Yeah, uh, is, 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 they've so been you, living on reputation. So this Danny, so Danny Green, this stuff was all spin. I mean, if you actually read the quotes, nothing, nothing, nothing untoward actually happened. John, wait, 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 hold on. Plus, here's what happened: he injured his groin. The Spurs yes. did an MR. The Spurs did an MRI. He. Healed up from the injured groin, started playing on again, started playing it uh, on it, and had some more discomfort. Never got a second opinion. Never went back to the Spurs medical staff and said, "Hey, it's still, you know, I still have an issue." Then on the exit physical, they found a tear. So the headline gets spun like, "Ooh, the Spurs medical staff missed the tear." When we don't, we don't know if he had the tear back when they first got the MRI. The tear could have developed later. Um, also, he never went back to them and to be like, hey, let's check it out again, or he never got a second opinion. So, I mean, I don't, again, I don't really see where the Spurs medical staff did anything wrong. I'm not a doctor of medicine. I'm a, I'm a doctor. But, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, my point for bringing that up is that what it does do is prove that the people that question Kawhi for getting this second opinion, you know, uh, were wrong. And that he was right in having concern with the Spurs saying, hey, you're good to go out there. And he was like, you know what? I'm still not sure. And then he sought different specialists. And I've been seeing a lot of stuff like, oh, he went doctor shopping. He went doctor shopping. Hey, guys, guess what? This is what happens. When you have a pain and one doctor can't tell you what's wrong, you go to more doctors. You don't just believe the first doctor and say, Oh, well, he says I'm not hurt, even though my actual body tells me I'm hurt. I better believe this guy. No, you keep going until you find someone who properly diagnoses you. And that's what Kawhi did. And that's what Danny Green in his own podcast said he wished he had done. He wished he had sought a second opinion. He did not say anything bad about the Spurs doctors. And I'm not saying anything bad about the Spurs doctors at all. They did, you know, they're not specialists in a lot of things. And you're right. Maybe it kind of developed later and things like that. But the fact remains that it's not so much what the Spurs did. It's what all these stupid Twitter fans that were trying to big up the Spurs because they're such a great organization and they can never, ever do anything wrong. Oh, my God, R.C. Buford's a genius and, and Pop is a hero of mine. No, you know what? People make mistakes. And, you know, that's exactly what the Spurs did. And he was just saying, this is what happens. And I don't fault... Kawhi for seeking a second opinion. In fact, I wish I did. I wish I did the thing Kawhi did. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't know if we'll ever know what happened with Kawhi. But you know, to 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 my point of view, that the Spurs didn't do anything wrong. Um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> let's let's look at some of the stuff that came out. So you alluded to this. Bill Simmons basically said Kawhi went doctor shopping to find a doctor who would rule him out for the year because he didn't want to play for the Spurs. That's ridiculous. Maybe it's ridiculous. I'm just saying what's come out. I'm just saying what's come out. Okay. That's what happened. No, no. But that's like, like, I get it that Simmons did that. But it's like, come on, dude. That's how what happens. No, but if you have an issue and a doctor can't find it, 
you go and find other doctors to try to heal you. I'm, look, you don't I'm just. Not, I, I'm not saying this happened, but there is a nefarious version of events. The most nefarious timeline is Kawhi. Last and summer, and also, oh, hold on, hold on, are we also are we also taking Bill Simmons as like the the, the most reason smartest guide for this stuff? Like, of course he's going to say his thing. Look, That's what he does. I'm just I'm just saying, like we I'm saying we never know what happened in one version of events. The Spurs botched everything. They botched the recovery. They botched this. They botched, you know, they misdiagnosed him. They made him play hurt. Another version of events on the other on the other spectrum is all the way on the other end of the spectrum is Kawhi last summer decided he wanted to play for the Spurs. He basically held himself out the whole year, you know, in order to force a trade. Truth probably that somewhere that doesn't make sense. Uh, the truth is probably somewhere, but there's a lot of evidence for that other nefarious version of events. You have the Simmons thing. You have the team. The team, what came out after the trade is the team wanted to rule him out. The team went to Kawhi and his people and said, we would like to rule you out for the season. We would like to just, we're tired of dealing with the questions. And Kawhi said, no, I don't want to be ruled out for the season. Causing more drama with the team, unnecessary drama. Another thing that came out is Pop went to go to his house and Kawhi hid from Pop. Kawhi like hid in like another room so Pop couldn't, couldn't find him. Another thing that came out is that Kawhi's agent is a Trump supporter. And, and the last thing that came out is the Spurs felt like something happened in China. When he went to China, Kawhi, well, something changed. Now, we are yeah, the, we, 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 uh, the Super Hoopers know what happened. The Super Hoopers know what happened. But, you know, another thing is that and there's some, of this, some of this Michael Wright talked about on the Zach Lowe podcast, where it's like Kawhi, yes. uh, last all, not last All-Star game, but the All-Star game before that. And, you know, I think this probably happened in China as well. He was like, wait, I'm a superstar. The Spurs aren't treating me like a superstar. I'm kind of done with the Spurs. I want to go to a place where I could be really, really treated, you know, like special, like the way that I deserve to be treated. The Spurs things like we treat everybody the same. All right. Star, no star. That's the way we did it with Duncan. That's the way we're going to do with you. Know, you. So I don't know. Look, say what you want. And you're right. We don't know everything and we're not going to know. But the Spurs had Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green. And then they end up with DeMar DeRozan and Jacob Pottle, right? What's his name? Pirtle. Okay, just look at it that way. You had Kawhi Leonard, and you could have offered him the Supermax. The, you had the leverage of offering the most money that any player in the league can make, and Danny Green. And you sent them both with two guys who your medical staff could not figure out what was wrong and missed it, which is fine, but you did miss two things. And you end up with Jacob Pertle and uh, what? So a pick that's going to be a late first or two seconds or what? what I don't, what, I don't, what I don't, I don't know. Oh, they got, yeah, they get the pick. Uh, they Some get garbage pick. Not they a get, good pick. Yeah, they get a, they get a garbage pick. And DeMar, everyone on Twitter thinks I'm actually garbage. <laughs> DeRozan. Yes. Yeah, a guy that you would not take, right? Would you take DeMar DeRozan? No, I don't want DeMar DeRozan. Okay. So. Let's just leave it at that. That's the facts. So when you're grading this thing, clearly you cannot give the, the Spurs a, a passing grade on this. And uh, frankly, I would say that they failed this whole thing. Uh, look, you know, there are both sides. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what are both sides? No, I'm, I mean, I, I, I you get I, the, the best player that, that I, everyone no, like, says is the, the best two way player in the league. I, and then you get a guy that's no, shooting 31 percent from look, three. And that I, gets that gets bouncing the east. Come on, folks. The Spurs I, fucked this up. I see the point that the Spurs 
have not behaved as I would behave. And they have done things that <laughs> I find questionable. But I also don't think, you know, I don't think Kawhi is, you know, some unblemished actor in this situ- situation. He seems. No, no, no. You're right. I, you're I, right, you're I, right. I firmly believe. I don't know. I don't know what happened to the injury, but I think he wanted out last summer. I think he was done with the Spurs last summer. And I don't think the yeah, Spurs I, were, I don't think the Spurs were going to salvage the relationship. And I don't think offering a guy who doesn't want to be there the Supermax is a wise idea because the guy's just going to pout and eventually, you know, demand out later on. I, I don't think he wanted out. I think he had issues. That's the difference. I think and now the spin is, well, he wanted out. So this was going to be inevitable. No, he had issues, which is fine. Everyone has issues. We, you know, he's going to have issues with Toronto. Every player has issues with their team, but it's your job to fix that. Well, I mean, what do you you want the Spurs to do? I mean, Pop met with the guy. Pop tried to meet with the guy. Pop tried to reach him. I I don't know. Maybe maybe not say, uh, have Tony Parker say, uh, my injury was 10,000 times worse. Maybe do that. All the things that came out. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, is that really that bad? I mean, come on, we're grownups here. If Parker if Parker wants to shoot off like that was that's such blown out of proportion and was really taken hey. out of context. It was like it's like that's that's nothing, you know, but that's the stuff you have to deal with. Right. Kobe wanted out. Guess what? They figured a way to keep him. No, and they, they just, won they, championships. They just kept his ass and got better. They just they said, exactly. They said, but so he did. There's, that's what I'm saying. Your job is to figure out how to talk with your player to get you to stay. And they didn't do that, and they ended well, up no, with DeMar DeRozan. I mean, they did. It was reported by, by again by Zach Lowe that they met with Kawhi, and the, Kawhi was basically like gave them the middle finger. It was like, there's nothing we could do to salvage this. So it didn't work. It didn't that work. Point, That's your at job. At that point, and then also Kobe, Kobe and Kawhi are totally different. With Kobe, you could be like, sorry, sorry, Kobe, we're not trading your ass. Um, you could play, and we'll we'll try to figure this out. Kawhi is basically saying, I'm not going to play, and we have evidence no, that Kawhi he won't play. would play. He would he, play. He just didn't play for a whole year, John. He just sat he out an play. entire year. So it's like you can't even trust the guy to play and maybe work through this. No, his doctor says he couldn't play. He can't play. All right, let's move All on. Right, let's no move more on. Spurs. Thirty minutes of Christ. Of the, I wanted to move on worst. ten minutes ago. I didn't even want to get into this because I'm going to get another glass of champagne for, for winning I, round one. Because I for look, winning I, round one. I was trying to save you from yourself, John. I was trying to make it look, you know, trying to make it so you didn't look like a fool. But sorry. Look at this. I'm I'm getting some champagne. <laughs> round one goes to this. Pour the champagne out to R.C. Buford for. All upgrading right. from from Kawhi Leonard Let, to Demar Derozan and Jacob let's, let's let's move on to uh, to something we can agree mm. on. The uh, the Tom- tastes like Matt Hill tears. It's so <laughs> delicious. Yeah. Hey, tweet us if you laughed at that joke. Hey, tweet, us, uh, tweet us if you laughed at that joke. <laughs> did you did you make fun of me one time because I said I tasted my own tears? Oh yeah, no, you tasted your baby's tears. Oh, that's right, I tasted my baby's tears. Yeah, you yeah, tasted yeah. your baby's tears. You weirdo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this beer back in the fridge so, uh, so I can uh, keep drinking champagne, Victor. Oh, you want me to take it back? Yeah. I, and by that I mean I'm gonna ask my beautiful, loving fiance if she could put it back in the fridge for me. <laughs> I'm leaving all, all this in the pod. Um, Leave it in. Leave it in. This is, this is me loose. I got some bubblies in me. Let's. We should let's, do all our pods with champagne. Eh, should we though? Uh, yeah, well, we'll let, we'll let the people judge. So let's just touch briefly on KD because KD had yeah, another. Well, I mean, ha- half like Nate Duncan does his pod with like in the middle of a colonoscopy, right? Is that? A... <laughs> I don't know. Right? I don't know. I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. I stopped. Yeah. Li- I stopped listening. I don't know. I don't Good. know the, the circumstances. Good. All right. Um, uh, what's what what's 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 that going <laughs> in my butt? Um, KD. So KD had another meltdown on Twitter. He got mm. a, got in a Twitter fight with CJ McCollin. 
uh, CJ, CJ McCollum. Like, I mean, they Katie went on CJ's podcast. I don't know. Something was said about them not winning the title. I don't know. And then CJ tweeted about how uh, Katie's decision to go to the Warriors was soft, and it was like it was like getting jumped by your brothers. It was, it was like getting jumped by a gang with your brothers, but then later on joining that gang that jumped you and forgetting about your brothers. Yes, then, yes, then, yes. Then, then Katie got mad, called him a snake in the grass, and said, "I just did your fucking podcast, Which and now you got to do great this." Great line. Great line. So I don't know. Just another. Just another. I don't know. I don't know what to say on it. Just another example of Katie being being mad online, going after people, probably caring about things he shouldn't care about. Then he got mad because people were telling him to shut up. Like people like Nate Jones on Twitter was like, "Oh, I was gonna say, love Nate Jones. Shout Nate, out Nate, Nate Jones. Jones." Was like, "Look, man, like." Just, just quiet down. Like you're the second best player in the world, and you'll probably be the best player next year. So it's like just, just chill on it, man. Why you, why like, you, why you out here on the Twitter streets beefing? Yeah, and Nate didn't at him. So Katie's searching his name or following, <laughs> or people are showing like, up. Yeah, and he was just like, "Look, man, it's like the more you respond, the worse you make the situation. Just don't, you just don't respond." Yeah, he's like, "Well, I can't, I can't talk." Yeah, here's the thing, KD. It's not that you can't talk. It's not that you can't respond. It's not that you can't join the Golden State Warriors and all this stuff. The difference is you are the only one that has something to lose. Responding to random internet weirdos with 600 followers, they get not they gain everything. They want a celebrity. Like, we literally play a game called Get At Me Dog where we hope one of an NBA player responds. You're doing that, except the only thing is you have all the stuff to lose. Now everyone brings up the story. Look at you. Not only did you did you leave OKC uh, and then join a 73-win team, but you're still upset about it. It's still in your head. The best thing is to do nothing. If you really feel that way, that like, and here's the thing, you can, you can do that. Feel justified in it. Say like, look, I wanted to go to a team that I wanted to go to. Fuck you guys. Cool. You've yeah, already said it's, it two years two years ago. Yeah, it's get it's over like, it. it. It's like the way he handles it too. It's like you could talk, but it's like the way he handles it is just it's so petty. Instead of being like, like it's who not are you? Funny. It's, it's not yeah, funny. It's not it's not self aware either. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know what to do about this guy. I mean, I almost think that he should just go back to his burner accounts and like he should just get a new burner account each day. And just because clearly he likes to do this. Clearly he likes to beef with people on Twitter. Um, and like each day he should just beef with people and then have a contest. Like guess, guess which, guess which random person on Twitter was me. Guess the burner account this day. Oh, that's might good. Be, might be fun. Like you're like, oh, is this person KD? And at the end of the day he reveals, hey, this was my burner account for the day. You guys oh, figured it out. Like, like I like, like that. Like embrace, make it a game. Yeah, make it a game. Or, you know, or like, you know, if he really is. Like, again, he really cares about this. Like, he should just go on every single podcast. Like, anybody who gets at him, he should just go on their podcast and try to convince them. Like, try to be like, look, try to convince them that, you know, he's cool. Because, I mean, that worked for Bill Simmons. Like, he went on Simmons' podcast, and now Simmons loves him. So, maybe that's a solution. He should do, uh, like, where in the world is KD's burner account? It should be a game. (laughs) Yeah. Right? And you have to vote. You have to bet a dollar. You have to pay a dollar to guess. But if yeah. you win, you get fifty percent of all the dollars. Right. It's just right? a fun it's game. Like, it, yeah. It's a fun game. It's like what's that? That HQ. Uh, yeah, trivia game HQ. That trivia HQ. Tri- trivia HQ. Yeah. 
guess guess like Katie, guess Katie's burner for the day. Or uh, he should just go full heel. He should change his handle to not Kevin Durant. <laughs> you know, he should change it to super super sensitive uh, baby Kevin Durant. Yeah, and just and go out. Just... Or like definitely not Kevin Durant, and he should talk shit to people, and he should do it for real. But none of this like what what when. When other people do it, I can't do it because I'm an NBA player. I can't do it because I'm a yeah, yeah. That's exactly it, bro. Yeah. That yeah. is literally it. It's, that is it. It's 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 not becoming of your situation. It's like the president. I mean, not. I mean, Ugh. the you the you usually like a president can't do certain things because look, they're the president, yeah. right? Like there's a president, and like once you reach a certain station in life, you can't do certain things. All right. Yeah, it's you like, just like, look like once you. It's like once you have a wife and a child. You can't just be like walking around Vancouver checking out every young lady that walks by. You just can't do it anymore. All right. You can't do it. You, just, you can't do it. You shouldn't do it. Should do it. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, even I understand that. Like, there right. are so many people. And, and, and John, you don't understand it. I mean, you don't understand the Spurs situation, you know, which is very easy to understand. So, no, no, no. I understand the Spurs situation uh, because I've worked at failing companies before. Uh, <laughs> Tweet if you laughed at that one. Uh, here's the thing. There are people in this industry, right? Like, believe it or not, I actually work in the sports industry. And uh, I don't talk about it a lot. And I don't, you know, I do my thing on the Super Hoopers. But I, you know, right? I right. keep a lot of stuff off the Super Hoopers. Well, you're not, you're not, you're not, yeah, you don't talk about, you know, the various, you know, personalities, you know, and stuff from work. Exactly. Uh because even at my level, which is not big, folks, it is not a big level, okay? I think that I'm at a stature that I shouldn't be punching down. So when you get these guys on Twitter that are like, blah, 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 said this, he should have done this and this. And I look at it and I go, man, you guys are so stupid. You have no idea what's going on. You have literally no clue what, how the sports world works, how the internet works, how digital works, all that stuff. But I can't say it. And the few times I have gone too far, I've immediately immediately deleted it or regretted it. Or or now I'm at a place where I want to respond to everything. But I say, you know what? I have the stuff to lose, mm, right? Maturity. If something bad happens, someone can go, hey, you work for this company, this sports company, blah, blah, blah. You did this, this. Why are you punching down to this person? And I go, you know, it's not worth it. I don't, I don't do that anymore. Yeah, come on, and, Katie. I, I'm not, I don't make millions of dollars. I don't even make, I'm not even like that. But it's like, that's what even me at my level uh, realizes it. And Katie hasn't figured that out yet. Look, I, yeah, I know it's, it's baffling, but it's, uh, it's endlessly entertaining. And um, it is, it's the most Katie thing. I mean, I think, you know, another thing, he, maybe, you know, maybe he needs to just take a step back and let someone else, you know, let someone else step up to the plate to defend him. Maybe he needs to, you know, take a trip over to Philadelphia and maybe woo one Barbara Colangelo and see. Ooh, and see if, that'd be good. See, I mean, she's 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 good at defending her man. So she is. And she I, needs, she I, is. I, you know, I don't have in, in, any intel, but I suspect there are some issues in that marriage. So, KD, you know, that's that could be the perfect wife for you. Um. You want to uh, do you want to move on to get at me, dog, John? Or uh, oh, speaking of Philadelphia. Oh, okay. You have some I, Philadelphia I, I, takes. I okay. have some Philadelphia news. 
Okay. I had the pleasure uh, of going. Uh, not to Philadelphia because you would never have the pleasure. You no, never, I never that, had that the would never be a That's, sentence that someone would say. No, exactly, exactly. Zero pleasure in that. Uh, just kidding. I love you, Philadelphia. Uh, I got to go to a Drew Hanlon workout. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. So guy, I can't handle this Drew Hanlon guy. This Drew Hanlon. So uh, for those who don't Drew know, Hanlon. Drew Hanlon is like the shot doctor, right? He's like the shot doctor that that he is the shot doctor that helps he, out helped out Jason Tatum. Jason, he's worked with Jason Tatum for since he was 13. He worked with Joel Embiid, and most famously, right now in the Sixers universe, is he is the one responsible for working out Markel Fultz. I, I can't. This guy is so public. This guy, this guy is like his own PR agent. I can't handle. He's so good. I can't handle how out he is and talking about you know how great you know his clients are. It's it it, it just seems a little shameless to me. Well, come on now. Come on now. Yeah. It, it, there's nothing wrong with a little uh, little LeVar ball in your, bl- in your blood. Uh, I don't know. It's a, it, to me, it's unbecoming. It's like it seems like that position should be behind the scenes. Why do you critique him but not LeVar Ball? Are you anti-white, Matt? Is that what's going on here? Is that what it is, huh? No, I mean, I think LeVar Ball, it's, it's, it's a shtick, and he's... I don't know. I mean, a Drew Hanlon, I just, I feel like that's more of a, he's a technician. And it's like the technician should let the work fe- speak for itself rather than himself speaking for himself. Well, I think. It's uh, like, look, 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 I'm a take smith, okay? You're a take smith, you are. I let my take speak for myself. I don't have to come on and tell you how right I am and how never wrong I am. I let the, <laughs> I let the takes do the talking. No, no. Let me let me let me give a little backstory. Uh, ahead, the reason yes, I was talk. yeah, the reason I was I'm able gonna, to go. I'm just gonna go on my phone and not pay attention to you. But go yeah, ahead. yeah, yeah. The reason I was able to go. Uh, shout out to my boy Conrad who set this up. Uh, you know, Evan Daniels of the uh, Sidelines podcast uh, is one of the people we get to work with at work, um, and he knows Drew and has interviewed him before and was in town and decided to uh, record a podcast with Drew. Uh, so make sure you check it out. That's the Evan Daniels podcast uh, called The Sidelines. Uh, and so we got to go and uh, check it out. And it was really cool, man. I can't talk too much about some stuff. Well, then why'd you bring it up, John? Well, not too much, but I'm going to talk a lot about it. Uh, yeah, and we saw Jason Tatum there. Okay. Uh, he looked good, well, and we got to watch him. Does his hair look painted on in person? Like it does No, his, his hair looks good in person. It looks normal? Okay. It looks really normal. It's really good. Something with a TV? Um, yeah, I was. I went because I was really excited. I thought Markel would be there or Joel, but neither of them were there that day. Um, but was, it was, was really Co- cool. Was Kobe there working with Jason Tatum? No, he came the next day. Oh, okay. But we got a really good quote uh, about uh, Kobe saying he wished that the Lakers drafted uh, Tatum. <laughs> yeah, nice. that was a good quote. Nice. It was. He could have kind of said it in jest because I think Drew was like, yeah, he showed him some moves that he had been working on with Tatum. And then they were like Kobe moves. And then Kobe's like, man, why didn't the Lakers draft them? Uh, you know, I don't think it was uh, quite the like, he, we should have drafted Tatum over Lonzo. Like, it right, wasn't but like you that. Gotta, it was you got to, hey, this is the world we live in. You got to take it out of context. You got to blow no, it up. No, 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 just no, like, no, no. Just like you did with Danny Green's comments. You got to spin it to fit your narrative. No, no, no. Danny Green, come on now. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, make sure you check out that podcast because there's a lot of, for Sixers fans, a lot of interesting stuff. What I found, uh, a couple things really interesting was, um, one, with 
uh, just how good Tatum is. Like Tatum at 13 years old was right. like just well, working well, his ass off. Why is this of interest to Sixers fans? Once Sixers fans okay, so hate, let me get that hate, first. Hate to hear this. Yeah, probably. Uh, but two, um, Drew takes full responsibility for Embiid not being prepared uh, to work out of the double team, which I thought that was kind of interesting to say, like the biggest thing that Embiid was bad at was getting out of the double team and saying like he took responsibility for not preparing him for that, which is an interesting take for a trainer to, to say like, yo, I didn't prepare my guy good enough. You know what I mean? Um, And also him talking about faults uh, because he, spoke very, very highly of Fultz. And one of the people I saw, I did not get to see Fultz. I did not get to see any footage. But one of the people that was there who uh, I will not name did get to see Fultz and said that, yeah, Fultz looks really good. Well, the propaganda campaign in, in, in full force. And here's the thing. And here's, here's and I agree. Yeah, he could have played in Summer League if you looked that good. He, there was Summer League was right there. No, no, he's working on stuff. He's working on stuff. But here's the thing. I can say this. Now, granted, look. John, you, you take basically the... talked for five minutes and said nothing. So, it's, yeah, say, say, mm, Matt, say get, get Matt, some info. relax, relax, relax. Okay, all right. Um, basically, what I can say is, I understand that people are going to say, oh, Drew is is hyping him up, right? We had a great, great quote call, you know, saying, like, if he's back to 100%, I think he's immediately an all-star. I work with a lot of other all-stars, so I think I have a right to say that. Now, you're going to say, Drew, of course you're going to say that, right? You're going to say that because that's your guy and you got to hype him up. That's I will say, say this. Yeah. Yes, I will say this. We also talked about a lot of other players that Drew trains and has dealt with not just trains, but also that, you know, sometimes he doesn't train with people full time, you know, like people coming in and out and stuff like that. Look, he did not, he and other people around there did not talk as highly about everyone the way they did about Markel Fultz. Take that with a grain of salt. All right. I will take that with a giant grain of salt. And take I will, that we, with a grain we, of salt. We will see what happens. Sixers fans. I think it's time to get excited. All right. I'm all well, in, man. I'm all well, in. Hey, Fultz is your big off-season signing. You guys didn't get anybody else, so yeah, you better yeah. you better hope he works out. Yeah, yeah. yeah all right, yeah. are you done with enough? But it, like, it was it I, was I, it was really cool, and I, have, I hope you go yeah, back. I do hope you have I any more Fultz, vague generalizations that you want to say about this? Nah, no. All no. right. Hopefully, I get to go back. It was awesome. But uh, check right. out the podcast. It was really great. Uh, a lot of that's, interesting stuff about him. That's uh, Evan Daniels with uh, Drew Hanlon. The sidelines, yes. The sidelines. Yeah, you'll be able, the sidelines is Evan Daniels. Great guy, Evan. I finally got to meet Evan. I've sort of worked with him a little bit uh, tangentially, uh, but Evan, great guy. Make sure you subscribe to his podcast. All right. Well, uh, speaking of uh, future all stars, let's uh, let's do get at me, dog. Get at me, dog. Yeah, you where we tweet an NBA player, score points as they respond. This week, future all-star, Georges Nyang? Is that him? Is that him? I have no idea. I had no, I, had, I, I had no idea who this guy was. Our, you know, Lash City, who does who picks the players for us. Um, oh, by the way, next week, let's do Jack Cooley. Uh, executive decision, let's do Jack Cooley next week. Who's Jack uh, Cooley? The, oh, you Is missed that a him. real player? He's a summer league legend, Jack Cooley. Just go okay. Go look up right, his YouTube. Right. He's, he's a summer he league on a real, legend. Is he on a team? 
No, well, he's on the he's on the Phoenix Suns summer league roster, but uh, that's it. Okay, but he's he's a legend. He's a legend okay. of summer league. Okay, okay, okay. We'll talk enough. about him next week when Dave's on. Um. Anyways, this guy Georges Yang, I guess I don't know. I have no to idea. To be fair to Lash, and he's on vacation right now. He, right, he right. doesn't he doesn't have his full. But he like, plays defense. for the Jazz. I had never heard of him. He plays for the Jazz. So my tweet was: Utah Jazz roster ranked by handsomeness. Number one, Rubio. Number two, Mitchell. Number three, Georges Yang. Uh, parentheses don't sleep on the rook number four thabo number five gobert number six crowder number 87 joe ingles and number <laughs> 562 grayson allen Ooh. so yeah because the guy the, hey this 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 georges nyang character is quite handsome so is he okay. yeah you didn't you didn't see a picture of him nah, his photo is like he's like half in his profile photo oh, okay all right here's here's mine what is the plural form of georges nyang 20 Georges's, Georges's, Georgette, hashtag mass made. Is he from Massachusetts? I think that's what his uh, profile says. Hashtag mass made, mass made. Yeah, not hashtag. Ja, you, got did you, uh, you got anything? I did not get anything. No, I didn't get shit. Yeah, man. yeah. All Georges, Georges. Well, look, I next week. I I got a feeling. I got a feeling. Jack Cooley. Jack Cooley's gonna Jack be Cooley's down. Jack Cooley's in it. Yeah. Jack Cooley's gonna be down. Well, All if right. he's only on the summer league team, then yeah, he's got time. Yeah, he's he's available. All right, let's do a little headlines. Headlines. We got headlines this week. Wow. Uh, yeah, let's. Um, this is just uh, headlines from the newspaper uh, that I read. First headline: uh, The Rockets signed Carmelo Anthony, and this is true. Their title odds dropped. No, there's no joke there. I just wanted to, I just wanted to put that out there that I that this is just something that I found hilarious that their title odds actually dropped uh, when they signed a. Uh, Carmelo Anthony, according to Vegas. Headlines. Headlines. <laughs> wait, um, just wait until the end. The uh, the Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks. Um, yes. Very very fan fan friendly next season. Uh, they've uh, slashed concession prices. They got a uh, five dollar beers, four dollar pizza, three dollar fries, two dollar candy, and one dollar players. Headlines. Schroeder's in OKC. Um, those are real prices, though. We might have to go to Atlanta this year. So I'd go to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. I got layover in Atlanta next week. Um, maybe, I'll go to, maybe I'll go to a game. LeBron wore a t-shirt that said, buy art, not drugs. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Apparently, after the signings of Beasley, Rondo, and Lance, he's trying to send a message to the front office. Headlines. That was a good one. That was a good one. I like that. Yeah, the Cleveland, uh, the Cleveland. Speaking of LeBron, the Cleveland DMV put up a picture of LeBron in a Lakers jersey to stop people from smiling in their photo. Apparently, they don't want people smiling in the photo, in the DMV photo. I don't know. That's a thing. Uh, no word on if this works better than their old tactic of instead of saying cheese, saying you live in Cleveland. Headlines. Carmelo Anthony is uh, already refusing to come off the bench in Houston. Oh, this just in. Their title odds have dropped again. Headlines. Yeah, just I just did that first one just to set up the, this last the one. The second one? I, I like could, that. I like that. I couldn't, I couldn't think of a joke for that, that first one. <laughs> I wanted to, wanted to set it up for the end. All right, that's all the headlines. Fit to pod. Wow, fit to pod. Shoutouts and beefs. With, uh, yeah, a little we'll bit of time. this thing up here. A little bit of time, a little night. bit of time. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been out there in the streets, John. Oh, been out there, been out there in the streets. People, yeah, have, a lot a of pe- Seattle. I don't know what's been going on, but a lot of people have been like reaching out to me in the DMs or in the Facebook messages, kind of about the podcast of late. Really? 
Yeah, I'm getting a lot of support for my Lakers Underground. I'm, try I'm starting trying to start. I, I feel you, man. I'm trying I to. I'm the leader of the Lakers Underground. Now we're a movement to we we want Palenka and Magic fired. We're, Get them out of here. We are not the people to face. We're not the Kobe stands to facing LeBron murals. We Ooh. just think that these guys have revealed themselves to be incompetent, and we would like them fired. We, we are going to be the vanguard. This will this take will become correct two three years from now when everyone will realize it. But we will be. We're the first. We are the front lines, Lakers Underground. So I've been getting support and the opposite of support from that uh, <laughs> privately. What, what, what is what is the breakdown of support versus opposite of support? Uh, I'd uh, of say your, it's your, about, your Lakers Underground. I'd say it's about 75 support, 25 not support. 25% uh, haters, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, I have a lot of people trying to argue with me about the Lakers signings, trying to explain to me how they're actually good. No, um, no, but look, what has come to my attention via this back channels is that people cannot tell our voices apart, which is wait, what? This is horrifying to me. So many people have contacted me like, I don't know if you said it or if John said it or I don't know, if, you know, I don't know if this was a thing you said or that was John and I can't really tell who's who. And I'm like, oh, no, God, no. Like, nothing is more terrifying than being associated with stuff you say, John. So, Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's horrible. It's, it's really terrible. I mean, how pe how do people not get our voices? I mean, I, I, we, I, I don't know. I think I'm, I guess we sound sort of similar. So I might we have do to. Not, I don't think we, we sound similar, but apparently. I don't think we sound. Yeah. Wow. That's sad. I, we might have to put a, like a, a vocoder on, on one of our voices. <laughs> pitch up or down. So. I might just have to, I might just pitch you way up so people people know the difference. What if what if you just went like like OC bro, and I just did like my racist accents the whole time? Is that uh, would that help? I don't think that's do that. Uh, I don't Should think that's do a good. That? I don't think that's a good solution. I don't. All right. And well, also, it out what, there, also it out. what does an OC bro sound like? I mean, how would I sound more? Be like, bruh, dude. Kawhi didn't yeah, even want to play. Jesus. Jesus. Kawhi didn't even want to play, dude. It's, nobody, it's not the Spurs' no, fault. Nobody, hey, DeRozan, I don't know if you guys know this, but DeRozan's a real solid player, bro. Nobody even talks like that. Nobody actually talks like that. Actually, uh, that's more Nor NorCal. I know a guy that that's talks not NorCal. Exactly like nobody that. Nobody NorCal talks like that either. Is, I know a guy that talks a, exactly like that. That's an offensive It's a, an offensive stereotype of, of the West Coast from the East Coast, John. Very true, very true, very true. Uh, hey, look. My my fiance's on your side, man. Oh, she she's, is. She's part of Lakers Underground. She's, she's part of the Underground. Okay, great. She straight up told me she unsubscribed from their email list. She's like, wow. I don't want to see these fucking bum ass Mike Beasley. She was furious at the Beasley signing, and I, said I, she unfollowed them on Instagram too. She's like, I don't want to see this. Don't ask me to buy tickets to this to Rondo. Look to to Beasley to Lance. This is this is garbage. This isn't the Lakers I grew up on. This isn't a classy organization. What's right. going on here? That's the issue. The, the the signings I take the most issue with are the Rondo and the Lance ones because those guys are like not classy. You know, have issues. Not on good people. Off. Not good people. Beasley. I don't. If 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 it was just Beasley or just Javale, and there was like a bunch of other like real players, and then one of those guys would have been fine with it. I actually kind of like Beasley, but. But it's just yeah. Has Beasley have any off court issues? Not really, right? I don't think so. Besides, he just loves weed. Which I mean, who? That's that's yeah, a that's a on. plus. I mean, I don't. Come I, on, I don't, man. Who? Who? Nothing wrong with that. Who? No. 
And like JaVale's just a goofball. Yeah, I don't I, look. I don't. I don't have, like I said, I don't have problems with Javale or Beasley really that much. I mean, no. I don't. I don't think they're that good, but I mean, yeah. just yeah. Lakers. Like, I'm, I think I might have, depending on how much time I have. I, I have big plans for Lakers Underground. I might really try. I, might I really, like Lakers Underground. I might really try to start this this movement. Uh, I've got a good shirt idea that I, okay. I need to work on. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking hunger strikes. I'm talking stuff like this. Oh, I mean, really? Might, I might have to mobilize. I might have to. Wow. I might have to. I, like again, depending on how much time like, I have. This is going to be like episode one where you did the, uh, the, the, what was it? The Martin Luther treatise of, uh, at the Staples Center. I, yeah, look, uh, yeah, I might have to post something at the Staples Center. We'll see. We'll see. Again, okay. depends on how not lazy I get. <laughs> uh, well, it's not that. I mean, I got like three jobs, so it's, you know, it's tough. I got, I got one beef, man. Okay, go ahead. Last night I went to a LAFC game. Oh, nice. You said that uh, Bill Simmons was talking about it. Yeah, right? he's talking he, about he's it on, six... his, on, a, on his pod today. He's singing the praises of LAFC. Yeah, I think he's. Yeah, I think he uh, has. He sits in the same level I do. Oh, okay. Wow. But he, he's got a little. I think he's got like a private room. But okay. I got because I, I ran into a couple of my ringer buddies there, and I think he hooked them up with tickets. Anyway, here's my beef. There, before every game, right? There is a falcon that comes out, and the falcon, right? It's like a trained falcon. You know what a falcon is, Matt? You're giving me a look right now. I, I'm, I'm confused, but yes, I know what a falcon is. And they send this falcon, and he, like, flies around the arena. Right. And there's a guy with, like, a little, like, twirly thing. Right. And he spins it around. The falcon comes to try to grab it, and then he moves the twirly thing around, Right. Uh-huh. And the Falcon goes around, and he goes around the stadium, and everyone applauds. And then he comes down, and he's going to swoop like he's going to get this twirly thing. And the guy pulls it away, and the Falcon goes away, and he and he goes around the arena four or five times. And it's literally everyone's favorite fucking thing. Like, everyone cheers, and they're like, look at this Falcon, Ollie, woo, woo, woo. It's, it's, I mean, like, I'm telling you, I'm sitting in my seats. The place goes nuts. The place loves this Falcon. And then at the end, the guy, he, if Ollie swoops down and he lets him get the twirly thing. And then they show it on camera. And the twirly thing is always the logo of the team they're playing, right? So they're like, oh, we got the Galaxy's logo, right? We're going to win. It's everyone's favorite thing. Uh, hey, guys. Haven't we enslaved this bird? <laughs> Jesus. Who cares? It's what? a bird. What? what do you mean? A I bird. Mean, like, we, it's we a done, bird. We've done I want to be like, bird fly uh, like, away. Like, like the, the falconry has like a thousand-year-old history. Like the they're bird, doing like fly fa- away. Falconry. Fly away. And, I mean, like you, you could say the same thing about dogs. It's like it's the humans have domesticated animals. Like oh no, it's, it's oh part- stop, stop. Because here, here's what I say. This is the Jim Gaffigan line. Uh, your dog loves you, right? People say their dog loves you. Open the front door. See what happens. That dog runs away. You leave well, that gate uh, open. Uh, your dog gets as far away from you as I, you can. Uh, that's bullshit. Yes. That's total bullshit. It's not bullshit. It's not bullshit. Why do dogs run away? I mean, I why don't are there missing dogs? My my dogs growing up never ran away. Like never once. Not even close. We have to have the front door open you, all the time. No, no, because you kept that shit closed. No, right? no. I'm I'm not even joking, John. Because, uh, okay. So most dogs. Yeah, not yeah. Some dogs are mentally enslaved. 
Okay, this is a bird that so can literally you, just fly out of the arena right, and but never it, see it has, people again. It has a bond with its trainer. They, the, it's like it's is like it a any, bond. It's is like it a any, bond? it's like it's like any other domesticated animal. Like your take is you're just against all domesticated animals. I mean, domestic, oh no. domestication of animals is like the one of the fundamentals of civilization. There's let, lots let of me. evidence that domesticating animals transitioned us from hunter gatherers to, to agricultural society like this is this is a cornerstone oh. of modern oh, life and there's and there's also a lot of evidence that uh slavery is what built america that, doesn't make look, it right that, that's, that's doesn't an, make it that, right that is that is a giant conversation for another day uh but it doesn't make it right also let me ask you a question why do they put that little uh blindfold over the bird i don't know they something put the, with the training yeah, no, they keep it that way because they keep him imprisoned so he can't see and fly away. Just fly away, bird. I mean, you literally have the one ability if, to just get away. If, if it wanted to do that, sure. I, I, but I, I, think, I think this is a, it's a mutually beneficial relationship between animals. It, it's not a choice. Between stop, animals stop, and humans. Stop being Kanye there are, West here. It's not a there choice. Are, there are many animals who... Yeah, they they love this this relationship, and I think this bird this 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 bird loves it too. Whereas he, go, mm, he go, goes to the wild, he goes in the wild. He has to like get his own food, and someone's gonna eat him. This bird is adored by thousands who, of who people. Who eats a falcon? Who eats a falcon? I don't know. It's a, it's the natural predator. A, who a, eats a, a falcon? A, 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 a fellow falcon cannibal? Maybe no, I don't know. they don't do that. He gets to eat <laughs> anything knows? he wants. He gets to do what he wants. He gets to fly. He gets to experience well, other does, countries. He can does, literally fly to Canada. He could be in Vancouver. He could be in Seattle in a few days. Well, let me tell you, that's where I would fly. I would I fly exactly. Right. But fly right. what happens if you can't fly? You have to Look, do these goddamn shows. This falcon is adored by like he's not going to be. There's there's a falcon in New Jersey right now who can't get out. <laughs> oh man! Uh, all right, whatever. This is a terrible. Just fly take. away. This is a terrible. Fly away. This is, here's this the thing. Is, and here's, here's the thing. Here's, here's, what, here's what happened, John. You <laughs> showed up to that LAFC game high as a motherfucker. You watched <laughs> true, that true, falcon, true, true, true. and you were like, "Yo, this is a great. This is a great opinion. I just thought of, this is going to go, go good on the pod." And you didn't realize you were coming out against the domestication of animals. Now, so. here's the thing. I do think because, like, I know a lot of people, uh, you know, they hate zoos. They say it's like, you know, prison and things like that. I disagree because I think what zoo animals are are the celebrities of the animal kingdoms. Well, think I mean, about I, it. I don't, I don't, think I don't, about I don't, it. I, I, I don't think you can have this falcon fry f- fly free take and then Fal- also Fal- be falcon's different falcon's different i don't particularly love zoos but here's the thing because look what happens when you become a celebrity right you trade your freedom for the celebrity right right some the, of these animals in zoos are saying look i will get <laughs> i will have a human hand me food i will have a human be my doctor i will have a human do all that Every once in a while, as a polar bear, I go out, I push the ball around. You know, a lion has to come out, he roars. You know, the panda has to eat some ukulele. Or, or that's, sorry, that's a koala. Uh, the, ko- the koala and, has to watch koala it, porn. I don't know if you know about exactly. that. The koalas don't like to fuck, so they try to show yeah. them porn. They, that's their trade. They're like, I'm going to be famous. Like, you know, humans do that too, right? They, they put themselves out there, and that's what they get. My only issue is with the bird is you can fly anywhere. Why are you like, just get out every time he flies and he goes up like 
to the top of the arena. I'm like, dude, just keep going. So You're John, right there. So John, just go. if the Falcon was in a cage, you'd be fine with it. It's the fact that there's no cage involved that that that. that uh, yes, that, kind of. Okay, all right. <laughs> Every time he, sure. he like swoops down, and he goes. Also, up. I, I just think like, go, go. Also, You're right there. Go, 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 also, go, go. Also, in your world, the zookeepers they go. They the zookeepers they travel to Africa, right? They they go up to the lions. They say, okay, look, lions. Here's the deal. If, here's the deal. Here's here's the deal. If any one of you want to be famous. You know, come with us. You just got to be in a cage. And and then in your in your telling of events, one lion raises his hand and says, yes, I am willing to make this this bargain. This bargain sounds great. Yeah, because the lion's I, like, yo, I, I ain't, I ain't, I'm tired of chasing shit, man. Right, right. I ain't trying to chase but, these elves. And you're, and, and and you're trying, like, it's global warming. Like, you know how hard yeah, it is to find water? Look, like, I know, I'll, I know. I'll take the easy path. What do you I, need yeah, from me, dog? I'm just saying, in your version, all these animals are in there of their own volition. They sign, they sign some sort of That's document. That's what they sign up for. They sign some sort of document. Up. They're like, okay, well, first, <laughs> like, first thing we're going to take you, teach you how to read so you can understand your contract. And then exactly. once we do that, you'll sign it. You'll be in the zoo. It's a whole process. Yep, yep that's what they've done. But okay. the bird, man, and it's the same thing. It's like when the, it's like uh, it's like Sea World, man. They didn't ask for that shit. Look, hey, you don't. I, Spurs Special Forces Episode Four is all about Sea World. Check it out, exactly, everyone. man. Check yeah. it out. It's like I don't know. I just feel like the bird. You have the ability to do like if there was one. You know, when they ask you if you had one superhuman power, what would you take? Right. I always say flight, man. Flight, just get out of here. Flight or invisible. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be invisible. I want to fly. It, I want to like, get look, out of here. You, I'm out. If, if you say if invisible, you're outing yourself as a pervert. Like the you're only. The only there's, no, there's the no normal only, person who wants to be invisible. The only use of invisibility is to creep. Like that's that's <laughs> it, man. <laughs> that's what you're doing. And it's you're also it's like. Creepo. Creeper. It's like people don't think that through. They're like, oh, I could be invisible. I could go, you know, spy on the Vancouver ladies. And it's like, yo. If you could fly, you'd be getting all the ladies. You're like, you're like, you walk into the bar. You're like, hey, uh, I'm the guy that can fly. Uh, you know. Yeah, I'm the guy that can fly. Uh, so our yeah, kids. I, I, so if we if we mate, our kids have a fifty percent chance of being able to fly. So you know. Yeah, get, like you don't even have to like. First of all, automatically the world's greatest basketball player. Right. <laughs> exactly. Throw the ball up. I catch it. I fly. I yeah. don't even dribble. Dunk. Yeah. You break all the rules. You, you're you're you have all the gold medals in the high jump and everything. Yeah. World's yeah. greatest volleyball player. You're, right. you're the greatest athlete well, you, you, of all John, time. John, you're leaving out surfing. You'd be a great surfer. Be, the most mm. the most important sport there is. Okay, okay. You're 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 a legend. Right. You're getting all the girls anyway. Right. You swoop in, pick them up. Literally, Mister Steal Your Girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, 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 just. Yeah, I would imagine. Out. I would imagine that if 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 you're if you're walk if I'm walking with my wife and this this flying character swoops down and swoops her up, you know she'd be mad initially. Then she's like, "Wait a second, I'm flying with." Wow, your arms are so strong. Exactly, Superman. They're, they're Literally strong. Superman. They're strong from carrying people around. You know. Yeah, and, I, and don't I, don't swoop up girls that have guys. Swoop up I mean, well, single look, girls. Look, obviously, get consent. I mean, obviously, if you're flying around, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely get. But on your but, Tinder, but my, it my could just be is, like, my, "Hey." I could fly. Like I mean, you, my, yeah. Just just your picture should just be you. You're getting I, all the girls. I look, uh I don't know what but we're invisible. talking about. But invisible. What 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 are you talking about? Oh yeah, invisible. Like, hey, yeah. Yeah. And be in the changing room. Hey, hey, guess what I guess what I saw today. Hey, guess what I saw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so weird. Yeah. Anyone right. if anyone picks invisibility. Yeah. That's ooh, you know. Get away. You know, you know. <laughs> you know. You know. 
extreme strength so I could uh, fight wars? No, no. Uh, ability to survive a burning building so I can go save people? No, no. I, uh, I just don't want. <laughs> I don't. I don't want people to see me. At, but I want to be able to see them. Yeah, get out of here. Get out of here, creeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, tweet it. Tweet at us if that whole bit was funny. Uh, tweeted, yeah, tweeted. yeah. If that tweeted you're assuming, us. you're assuming that makes another podcast, John. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. All right, we got. Right, I, 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 I assume we're done. All right, okay. All right, it's Friday until, night. Let's do this. Until uh, thanks for listening. Until next week, keep pooping. Keep pooping. Super hoopers. Now what crap is that? Yep, too. It's another NBA podcast. Bebo talk now. An hour of wise cracks. Ah, fuck y'all. Give me that hour of my life back. Super hoopers. Ah, what crap is that? Yep, dude. It's another NBA podcast, B-Ball Talk now. An hour of wisecracks. Ah, fuck, y'all give me that hour of my life back. I wow. So you call yourself Super Hoopers. Knock this shit off right now. Y'all biting Super Troopers. Put this on, I'm going like LeBron. True maneuvers, come on, John. You spawn nothing but stupid bloopers. A boring part of shooting hoops and shooting shit. Well, Matt and John think they producing his hits. They making me yawn and I'm losing my shit. They always wrong about who to pick. So I ask them. Two chicks if they do assist But when they use they dicks All they do is swish Stupid like the Knicks and horror singers Always tired as shit and can't bring it Just like the Sixers uh, Living in the past Couldn't win a championship to save they ass facts John is like a cantaloupe, right? It's okay to like them Just don't have Brian Colangelo's child on an island Super Hoopers, ah, what crap is that? Young dude it's another NBA podcast, people talk now. And now we're with wisecracks. Ah, fuck y'all. Give me that hour of my life back, super hoopers. What crap is that?